Most Moral Podcast. I am your host, Matt Lieb, and I want to thank each and every one of you out there listening to this, watching this. I want to thank you all for uh, all your support for the last month. I uh, started this podcast a month ago, and uh, I feel like, uh, you know, people are uh, listening to it uh, and or watching it, and I really appreciate that. Um, once again, uh, shout out to uh, the Reddit Um we now have a subreddit, Bad Hasbara, um, R slash Bad Hasbara, and people have been joining that. Shout out to our uh, moderator, JP Ben, for being there and moderating, whatever the fuck that is. I mean, basically, just like he's just like the guy in charge of shit. Um, and uh, also, a big old, big old shout out to uh, everyone who's joined the Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash broadcast. That's where you can get this show. You can get, uh, you know, the other shows I do about The Wire and Sopranos and the broadcast. And basically it's, uh, hey, if you're someone who watches this podcast on the YouTube, um, it's demonetized. Uh, and so a way that you can uh, help me monetize is by joining uh, the Patreon you can also uh, do one of them super chats. Uh, you can give a dollar and be like, hey, Matt, your Buffalo Bills uh, body lotion shirt rules. I didn't make it. I got it as a present, but it does rule because I love Silence of the Lambs. And I think Buffalo Bill uh, was a misunderstood uh, hero. You know, he just wanted he just wanted a nice skin. Nothing wrong with that. Um also, quick announcement, uh, if you are in Sacramento, California, uh, on uh, Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m., I and my wife, Francesca Fiorentini, uh, my wife, uh, will be headlining the Punchline in Sacramento. That's right, Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m., uh, my wife and I are going to be uh, co-headlining the Punchline in Sacramento. If you like stand-up comedy, if you like going to see people talking to a microphone live and make jokes, that that's that I just defined stand-up for you in case you didn't know what it is. That's what it is. And it's fun. And, uh, you know, it's a great venue. Uh, please get your tickets. I'm going to put a ticket link in the description and uh, click it. Buy some tickets. If you're not in Sacramento... But you have friends who are, tell them about it. Be like, hey, there's this, you know, really funny guy who uh, does a podcast uh, about, you know, you can say, you know, whatever. You can say I do it about the Sopranos and the Wire in case, like, if you have, like, a Zionist friend. Uh, you know, all, all are welcome. If you're a Zionist, if you're an anti-Zionist, basically, if you're, if you're a Zionist and you come to my show, you will get mad. And that'll be funny. So... Anyways, buy tickets. It'll be fun. You get to meet me. You get to meet my wife. My wife. All right. We've had enough of an intro for this fucking podcast. Let's talk about Hasbara. And our guest today um, is just a wonderful guest. A, a, a friend of mine who I know personally, I've uh, known for a, a long time. 
uh, somebody who uh, many of you uh, listeners and viewers will also know, associate editor uh, at uh, Electronic Intifada, and also uh, the person who does the Electronic Intifada live streams. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone else, our guest today is Nora Barrows-Friedman. Wait, hold on. Where are you? There you are. Oh, there I am. Hi. Hi, Matt Lieb. Matt Lieb. What's up? Matt Lieb, uh, I, you know, I like, it's great to be here and, um, uh, I am a big fan of yours. I've been a big fan of yours, uh, even before we like met and, and, and became friends, but like also your, I mean this, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for an invitation (laughs) to come on the Sopranos podcast. Oh, it never came. Yeah, it never came. It's fine. It's no hard feelings. It's all good. It just, apparently it just takes a genocide for me to get on your show. Listen, listen, I usually, I have a policy (laughs) where it's like, if I'm gonna book someone for something, I gotta make sure that a genocide is going on. And at the time, there was no genocide. So it was like, well, you can't book Nora. Everyone's alive still. And so, well, uh, not yeah. really. I mean, there was, you know, it's been 75 years of ethnic cleansing, but no, you know, no, you know what I mean. Potato, no, potato, I, Matt. I don't, listen, Nora, I don't know if you know this, but history started <laughs> right. October 7th. So. I mean, that's what Kamala Harris said. So, yeah. I mean, and she's right. Yeah. If there's one thing we know about uh, our our dear vice president, everything she says makes sense. Uh, She's really articulate <laughs> and eloquent, poetic, actually. Very, very, it is poetic. Yeah. Like if you like take away the like power and stuff, like and how scary it is that someone like that has power. Yeah. Like it's almost slam poetry. Like yeah, it's for almost sure. there's it's like a it's got a like a 1950s beatnik quality oh, yeah. to it where you're yeah. just like I don't know what it means but yeah sure she's saying words and they're in an order that is incomprehensible just kind of whenever it's it's like jazz like the yeah. words she's yeah, not she's just, saying she's just riffing she's <laughs> just, just riffing <laughs> man sometimes you just go up there and you riff I mean <laughs> I get it um, but Nora uh, I was I was very uh, excited as to have you on this podcast and uh i was so glad when i reached out to you that you uh had been paying attention to it which is mm-hmm. nice just because i've been paying attention to your work for a long long time uh and uh mm-hmm. i think we've both been mutual fans of each other's i think yeah. you know like anti-zionist jews kind of like it's uh, we all know each other yeah <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> we seek each other out yeah yeah because it's like um i don't know it's uh it's like you, you, when you know you're not crazy, you you sometimes forget and you're just like, then you talk to other anti-Zionist Jews and you're like, we're fucking, we're right, right? Yeah, we're we're not the crazy ones. Right, we're They're co- the crazy ones. We're on the like right side of history. Yeah, I we just, are. It's literally sure. like when you read your history, I, I read my history mm. and I've listened to the stories of my elders and, mm-hmm. you know, I read for example uh, the autobiography of Merrick Edelman who was the mm-hmm. one of the leaders of the Bundist uh, you know anti-zionist right. uh, fighters in the Warsaw ghetto and he was he was a staunch anti-zionist and he explained yeah. why and so that's you know those are our our elders those are our elders and mm-hmm. it's funny I've seen kind of a resurgence of Bundism sort of coming back in the United States uh, among American Jews. Um, and probably internationally in the West as well, I assume. Um, and for those of you who don't know, um, you know, before there was 
um, or I guess concurrently with uh, Zionism, there was also Buddhism, and uh, mm -hmm. and this was uh, a movement, short short lived movement, uh, you know, in the Soviet, pre Soviet Union during mm -hmm. uh, and before the revolution, and uh, you know, it was uh, completely in conflict with Zionism because yeah. it was like, uh, no, that is not a uh, yeah, that is not are a of, solution, <laughs> right? And and you know, like. Merrick it's Edelman a, and yeah mm -hmm. they, I mean they were like we don't like don't send us somewhere else to right. occupy someone else's land we are Poles we are right. Russian we are you know yes. Hungarians and we belong to the country that we belong to and right. there, you know this whole like Zionism is antithetical to humanity but uh, yeah. but and you know and like it's it's victims have been palestinians first and foremost but that's right it's also very antithetical to judaism and the jewish people yeah. and everything and so yeah yeah it's uh it's nice i mean when i say resurgence i mean um our mutual friend of ours nato green uh, invited me to a chat group nice which is that's sort of like again joining. something I haven't been invited to, but oh really? I'm sure it's just an oversight. It's an oversight. Yeah, I mean I'm friends with NATO. I'm like I'm pretty I'm Listen, pretty chummy with NATO. I'll tell you this right now. I didn't get invited <laughs> until I happened to be next to my wife while she was on the phone with NATO planning uh -huh. their live show in uh, San Francisco, and I was like, oh, hey, you're on the phone, NATO. Hi, NATO. And then uh, <laughs> she stopped the conversation for a second. Was like, hold on, NATO wants to say something, and I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> You wanna? Uh, are you? No. First he said, "Are you a, a socialist?" I'm like, "You know this." <laughs> and also, are you a cop? It felt like I was like, nice. "Are you a cop now?" I mean, those are the two questions we always have to ask. Before I mean, we add anyone to a WhatsApp group exactly. now. Exactly. Uh, and then uh, he was like, "Oh, uh, you want to join the Bund?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> cool. Anyways, I'm gonna um, text him right now text him and right now, yeah, and see join. why I'm not in the Bund yes. group. Um. Yes, and while you're doing that, uh, I'm going to tell people uh, what we're going to be talking about today. I mean, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah. Literally, like the last pod we uh, we did was on Tuesday of last week, and I felt like since that day, nonstop, it's uh, been crazy. like just I mean, I I know it's nonstop news all day every day, but like I'm talking like. There was stuff that I hadn't seen. Um, I just real quick in terms of a quick social media Hasbara joint that I thought was a, a lot of fun. Um, apparently, uh, the like Elon Musk, he you know he went over to uh, oh my god to Israel and um, you know uh, tried to whitewash his anti-Semitism through pro-Zionism. Um, <laughs> And, uh, he was wearing like a little baby, uh, like <laughs> flak jacket, right? Like it was like yeah. a little. It was made for a little baby. Yeah, I like the little tight ones where yeah. it's just like, mm, is there any way to like show off my <laughs> fucking so, arms while I? So vile. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he. Uh, but uh, what I was interested in, what I saw was um, apparently uh, in to um, honor the hostages or something i don't captives. really know um we say captives the oh oh do we say captives we say captives to honor the captives mm -hmm. uh they uh put on some sort of tesla car light show oh cool have you seen this i mean no but well, i'm you're about glad to. i haven't wow oh, oh i'm sorry well, i'm gonna ruin oh, your day God. but uh don't worry uh you'll you'll enjoy it here is Great. the tesla light show Oh my god. 
McDonald's is a place to rock. I, I'll admit, I added yeah, yeah. rock Wait, and roll. I was like, is this? Uh, by Wesley <laughs> Willis in the background, to just to kind of like make it pop a little more. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh my God. Look at it go. Is this for real? Yeah, this is real. And this is while they're carpet bombing Gaza hospitals? Yeah, cool. I mean, cool. listen. Very cool. And there's been no electricity for the last four months. I can't. We are in a dystopian hell. Yeah, well, you know, shit's bad right oh now, Nora. Uh, and I feel like everyone can, you know, take a break from all the, you know, atrocities. Uh, everyone except for obviously that the song. victims of the atrocities. Yeah. Um, to enjoy the Teslas automatically doing their lights up, you know, up I and down. I don't even know where to go with that. I just... Yeah, well, you can just, you know, you let it sink in and then you, you let it like embed into your soul yeah. like a carnivorous earwig and straight yeah. into your brain. And then, um, you know, eventually one day, you know, you're just going out for a walk Can't... and boom, dead. Aneurysm. My God, my God. I mean, was Barry Weiss there? Like, was that? I'm sure. I'm sure she was there. Like, that seems like <laughs> she would she would have such a fun time. Seems like her vibe. That's you know. her vibe. Oh, 100%. But oh, yeah, just God. like watching that, I was just like, and that was shared, of course, by the official Twitter account of Mossad. Cool. Um, because, you know, someone's got to handle the Mossad social social media as well. You know, you can't uh, you can't be an Israeli government organization and not have a, just a killer, killer strategy online. You know what I, I mean? I hate everything. <laughs> Me too. I'm just... Yeah, it is, uh, you know, it's, uh, listen, I have been um, inundating myself with the uh, social media feeds of some of, you know, um, some of these monsters. And, yeah. uh, and it's, it's not come fun. To, it's not fun. That's the thing about it is like in order to actually uh, get the, uh, you know, you want to, to, to get the like nice, beautiful, sweet truffle your little piggy nose has to really dig through a lot of fucking dirt and shit. And, um, and my nose is just covered in fucking dirt and shit. And it's not, it's not a great life, the life of a truffle pig, but it is a life that is honorable. You know what I mean? Providing a service. I'm providing a service, you know? And, uh, God, it's the proletariat. This is the work that we're doing. Yes. I mean, listen, this is, everyone's got to make their sacrifices somehow. And I feel like, Mine has been um, just like slowly whittling my soul down to a little nub in yeah. order to find a piece of content that is just so atrociously Hasbaraist that you, uh, you know, that you, you, you die you sh- inside. You die inside, but you know, yeah. you're you're sharing the the death, the little death yeah. of the world. Yeah. Um, and so uh, one of those was. Uh, this was released recently um, by the official account of Israel. Um, cool. They, uh, you know, for the most part, I would say Israel's official account is, um, well, number one, it's mostly paid ads, which mm-hmm. kind of I've amazing. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird that like a government can actually just buy paid ads on. I mean, um, they buy everything else, right? Like that. They, sure. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's like I guess what it is 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 the fact that it just when you see and it says ad you go like wait a second didn't didn't facebook get in trouble because like russia was doing yeah. this or something like that yeah. wasn't there wasn't there a whole thing 
but it's Israel, so I guess it's it, okay. They they are the exception to every to, single fucking rule. <laughs> to every rule that's out there. Everything. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, they they put out uh, mostly you know garbage that is you know not worthy of sharing. But because recently, the country itself is garbage. Yeah, well, it's not know, a it's, real country. Um, it's a garbage entity with yeah. garbage people and a garbage ideology. Yeah, well, the ideology for sure is garbage, but I've met um, multiple Israelis who I would say um, are not garbage, and therefore sure. I can safely say that all of the people there are good. Yeah. Based on that alone, yeah. Nora. My Based on the personal... three Israelis who aren't who don't live there anymore because no, they know that not. it's a garbage it's a country. Garbage ass yeah. Place. yeah. <laughs> They're all in like Berlin. They're all in which Berlin. Is this amazing. is amazing. Yep. Yes. Berlin or, or Berkeley. Berkeley. But, yeah. Yeah. But listen, because <laughs> they moved out of there, you know, uh I I still, yep. you know, I still I hold hope in my heart. Nora. I'm not nice jaded. I still believe in love. You're a good, a better person than I. I think Matt I'm Lieb. technically a worse person. Than <laughs> no, um. <laughs> there is no bottom. No, I'm reminded that I'm the worst person on earth every single day on Twitter by my trolls. So yeah, that's yeah, well, you know, it that's that's their job. That is their job. Everyone's got their job. Yep. Um, but uh, so Israel released uh, this s explainer for I don't know who this explainer is for but it was uh it's about uh the icj and uh you know the lawsuit uh lawsuit um the uh case uh brought against israel by south africa yeah and um i just i'm just gonna play it so you guys can see did you catch the scoop on south africa dragging israel to the international court of just justice over genocide Let's first let's start with what what what's with the baby shit? Just Why does baby. it have to It's small bean Israel. Well, I'm a small I'm bean. Small, small bean. Hey, I'm Israel. Why does everybody hate me? Yeah. Oh. You can't hate me. I'm a child. It's like no, you're a fucking 50-year-old man who made this cartoon. Ugh. You are 100 like okay. are you trying who who are you trying Who's to convince? Who is it for? Yeah. Who is it for? Just what like is... the weird one with they they had a Santa, right? Oh. <laughs> yes. The, and the and the children like why? Yes, they what had a you... an Israeli writing a letter to Santa, which what? what? <laughs> right. <laughs> just I mean, isn't that your whole shtick? Like yeah, that your whole shtick is that you're you're literally killing the the Christian population in Gaza, and you're like <laughs> you will what not the... allow a Christmas festival in Ramallah oh because God. you're like no, this is a Jewish state. <laughs> I, can't. I love. But they will write a letter to Santa to, and I guess, I guess it was to bring back the, you know, captives. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, this is uh, to continue this. Let's let's see where is this South is going. South Africa really seems less about justice, more about a questionable alliance with Hamas, the ones behind over twelve hundred Israeli deaths Which and is the kidnapping lie, the of two hundred forty yeah. on October seventh. Mostly soldiers. That day was brutal. Hamas For still you. has over 130 hostages, including Soldiers. innocent babies. Not true. Oh, but wait, can we uh, real quick pause on um, innocent babies? Mm. Innocent well, babies. What? They're innocent if they're Israeli <laughs> and they don't exist. Um, but they're not innocent if they're Palestinian because they're I, all Hamas. 
I love the idea yeah. that they're just openly like, no, there are complicit babies. Mm-hmm. Not every we baby haven't like is put innocent. them on trial yet. Yeah, but we can tell some babies some literally babies. did yeah. nothing wrong, but right. other babies. How can you be their so existence sure? is a crime? Right. Their so existence, and also we will listen, make that. Yeah, they're they're born with anti-Semitic DNA. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a fucking fact. Yeah, it's a fact, and we have to live with it. And small baby, baby, and baby Israel. <laughs> All I want for them is to come back home. But you know, then but, call for a ceasefire. Yeah, how about you stop ceasefire. bombing the houses that the captives are in? I can't. They've killed do more. That. They, I, I can't do that because no, no, no. we have to eradicate the population to make living space. Don't, don't yeah, yeah, please yeah. do not translate living space in German. Just don't do it, please. But trust also, me. Also, thank you, Germany, for helping us do another genocide because you're so good at it and you're helping us do it. Thank you, Germany. I I really I love the uh the really South Africa really like as unbelievable if, like because they're like of all the states you're really gonna trust right. South Africa anyways right. Germany's our best friend yeah and they, German if there's one thing we know about Germany loves the Jews famously famously historically and forever yeah. yep it is uh. It's really God. great. Let's let's see where this is going. Oh, there's more. Great. Almost oh, all this. Our people are putting in tremendous effort to bring them back. Consciously minimizing harm to civilians <gasps> in Gaza. <laughs> and oh, oh my God. Humanitarian aid. Oh, and South Africa. Here's some food oh for thought. Maybe skip your theatrics at the Hague and channel that energy into genuinely helping the Palestinians. Less cozying up to Hamas, more aid to Gaza. Who is it for? I can't. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like throwing something. I um, every every single thing that they that that little baby little baby. Yeah, everything that child said, said was a lie. Complete lie. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about more aid to Gaza, saying. like. Just to, in the five days straight, the last five days, mm -hmm. Israelis famously a very like liberal, you know, society. Very yeah, inclusive. they're liberal. They love yeah, democracy. They love they it. Love they love people. it. They've they, been. They love um, helping. Yeah, they love helping so much that they're like staging these insane mm -hmm. fascist protests at the uh, Karmi Abu Salim, uh, you know, Karim Shalom crossing, mm -hmm. which is at like the very like the corner of Gaza between Gaza and the and the Israeli oh, boundary. Here and we're going to. Um, yeah, here we go. Right. Interview some of them that we can try and find to talk to. Some of them who came out, but they're members from all different sides of the Israeli political spectrum. They say they're from the right. They're people See? from the left. Inclusive fascism. Secular. I you know, that's the one thing I love about yeah. um, Israel in terms of like, I love the solidarity um, between really? everyone on the political spectrum. Uniting to kill children. Yes, exactly. You know, that's, listen, it, I wish we had a little bit of that solidarity here in America, you know, just yeah. like all of us getting together. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is trying. I know we're trying. Well, you know, fingers crossed. Trying. We she will do our own. Trying. All right. Some of them are families of hostages, but all coming out for the simple goal of saying trying to stop humanitarian aid. So Shoshana, do you want to the join goal. me and tell us a little bit about why you came yes, out here Shoshana. today? Why it's important for you to come here and protest? Why do you think they need to stop this aid? 
Well, all the hate that's going in is going straight to Hamas. It's just supporting <laughs> supporting the. T I, all right, I'm sorry. Shoshana is from like like Pasadena, straight right? up like, from Pasadena, yeah. <laughs> but not but still is like. Listen, I may not have an Israeli accent. Right. I may literally have just moved here mm -hmm. three but years ago. But she's super indigenous. But I'm super indigenous, uh -huh. and I do pronounce the KH in Hamas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get you. Got to do that. It's literally the law. That's Paris. what you. That's what you have. Like you have to sign a contract to do it when you make Aliyah. Yeah, or whatever, it's part when of they it. Put yeah. you in a settlement colony in like yes. Mahmoud's backyard. That's right. The yeah. law of returns explicitly yeah. states, like, yes, yeah. you can move back and displace a family, but you have to take the pledge to yeah. do the ha the Hamas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to put the Khan Hamas. Um, and this is all in English. So let's 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 keep hearing this because uh, this is one of them surprising things. Uh, usually you hear this kind of shit um, in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't yeah. usually American facing shit is uh, is not this explicit. But here we go. Well, all the hate that's going in is going straight to Hamas. It's just supporting supporting the terrorists. I don't see any reason to support terrorism. Nobody wants that. We just want our hostages home. We want to stop Hamas. I don't understand why that's a problem. I don't, I don't see why the state of Israel should be supporting Hamas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shoshana. Poor Shoshana. Yeah. I mean, just like the idea that, you know, on the one hand, you have the cartoon little girl telling yeah. us about how much, you know, Israel is supporting, um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the minimizing, minimizing. Yeah. minimizing, minimizing civilian poor. deaths, mm -hmm. even though by their own calculations that two thirds of the uh, victims have been uh, civilians. Mm -hmm. That's that's the Israeli government saying right. that. Which, um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, and even though, yeah, the uh, amount of aid, the, any aid that they do let in, most of which they do not let in uh, no. and or hold up or do whatever 75 they can. 75% they don't let in after like numerous checks, right? Yes. I mean, they can't get insulin. Yeah, in. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you can fashion insulin into some yeah. sort of sugar bomb, I believe. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the logic. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that's right. Oh, nice it. cat. Oh, thanks. That's Neruda. He just... Sorry, he looks really silly right now because he just came cute. back from the vet and mm -hmm. he had to get some teeth pulled. And oh, so he's on that. Yes. He's on that uh, cat drugs, right? Yeah. Oh, I love like, cats on cat drugs. He's high as balls right now. Dude, he is. He's going to start shaking Hamas's hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I'm sorry. I had to bring it back. They were all on drugs. That's why. <laughs> That's why they said that it was uh, okay. Even uh, the uh, cats, even the cats are Hamas. <laughs> even the cats, <laughs> see, they, it's like, uh, it's the fashion. They have to uh, shave the cats for Hamas. Uh, you know what I love is um, one of the big things that stood out in my mind in Israel when uh, I went there was a um, lot of fucking cats. Yeah, there are a lot of cats. Straight cats, like just covered yeah. in stray cats mm -hmm. i'm not it, i i assume that's because there's there was mice but i don't really even know i don't know and and the the, the cats in gaza in particular they they're so cute like yeah there's i i remember last time i was there was a very long time ago but yeah and people are very sweet and you see this in the videos you know that are coming out now like even though nobody has any food people are like still feeding and taking care of the cats and 
Yeah. The, all these like little girls who and boys who, you know, had to evacuate from their apartments, you know, five, six, seven times now over the last four months, they're still like toting their little cats around. And it's just and it, like, I just I mean, I don't know. I that, guess I guess they're not starving if they still love their cats. It's all it's all a big lie. You got it's, it's all, all it's all pa Pallywood. Yeah. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid-roll ad that I'm going to be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, <laughs> because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, you helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline, and now I'm asking for you to... Do it again. That's right. If you're in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and you you know, you can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So yes, please come. Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Come, enjoy, laugh, love. All right. It's all Pallywood. Um, yeah, which if you don't know what Pallywood is, I'm going to do an episode on that at some point. The, uh, essentially the Alex Jones level, uh, yeah. like crisis actors theory. Total uh, QAnon shit, yeah. Full on QAnon, yeah. right wing, like, this is why, you know, anyone who is a liberal Zionist, I, I just, uh, am like, I, I don't know what to say to you. You are just Another a right winger. Scum. Yeah, scum. You're, you're a scumbag because mm -hmm. the idea yeah. that you would be supporting something you actively do not support here in the United States right. uh, because you believe that there should be a Jewish exception for this sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, mindset, atrocities, all that shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, nasty. Yeah. Real, real, real bad times. Real bad shit. So you've been to Gaza. I, I would love to hear you talk about your experiences there. I mean, you know, you've been in this world a, a long time. It's one of the reasons I've known who you are even before we met. And um, mm -hmm. and, you know, I uh, I would. Yeah, I would love to ask you about it. Uh, I mean, I started going to Palestine in 2004 mm -hmm. um, as a reporter and. Uh, I I did radio broadcasts reports from there for years and years and years. I used to work at KPFA mm -hmm. here in the Bay Area. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I would go like two, three times a year for about a month or so at a time um, and do... You you would go to journalism. both Gaza Gaza and the West Bank and the West Bank mostly in the West Bank Gaza was uh, even back then you know very hard to get into of and then especially after the siege uh, right. in two thousand six and so I've only been once since two thousand six um, but uh, but the West Bank many many times and inside forty eight which is present day Israel historic Palestine um, mm. but uh, yeah I mean that's. That's, so uh, when you yeah. were uh, a, a journalist before you um, started covering that, what did you 
did you have like a, a coming to Moses moment? Uh, you know, uh, were you um, raised in uh, Zionism? Were you uh, a Zionist at one point? Absolutely not. And it's great. Like for all the, you know, my, my parents are lunatics in many other ways, but, uh, but, but they had political principles. And um, my mom especially, she, uh, she, you know, they were both raised on the East Coast, uh, New York, I I, I consider as my ancestral homeland. Mm. Um, and, uh, but like never, you know, and, and they, both of them were, you know, children of, of uh, immigrants who spoke only Yiddish and, and survived the pogroms and came over to the U.S. In, at the turn of last century. Um, and there was never like a lot of Israel talk in their households. They were really trying to assimilate. I guess right. that's what like our grandparents' generation were up to. Right. But then when my when my mom and dad, you know, came of age and it was like Vietnam War era and all this stuff, they they were like, oh yeah, ugh, Israel, like <laughs> like which is really like kind so, of. That- it's That's surprising, surprising yeah. because that is, I, I feel like that is yeah. um, not a common story, no, especially when with regards to, um, you know, I think uh, the yeah. way American Jewry kind of embraced Israel yeah. more so after 67 than ever totally. Um, totally. because it had this great um, fake narrative about, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, Israel defending like socialism itself. and yeah, and like, right. yeah, exactly. Like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And right. Yeah. And finally, like and, yeah. shaking off the image right. of the right. like uh, cowardly, you right. know, the weak uh, Jew, right. weak Jew, and, which I know and, you've talked to Daniel about. And that that was a fascinating discussion, by the way. Um, yeah. 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 This, like crazy he's so, yeah he's like, so smart he's so smart he's very smart <laughs> oh he's so smart yeah he's very smart yeah i'm um, smart too yeah no you're doing fine um <laughs> but like yeah like there's there's a lot of that toxic you know like hyper masculinity in in the jewish uh community yeah around that time and for whatever reason both my parents separately they didn't meet until they came out here to the bay area um they just weren't interested. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I grew up like not in any way Zionist. And in fact, like very, you know, my mom was just very staunchly anti-Zionist. Um, wow. So luckily I didn't have to go through that. And I, you know, most of my friends did. Yeah. Um, because that's just kind of like the common Jewish American experience. But um, right. yeah. Yeah, no, luckily, you know, and she, she, my mom especially was like a political activist. She like sent me to Cuba by myself when I was 11 for a summer. Like th- that was just kind of like normal, yeah. <laughs> normal red diaper baby stuff. I, I love it. Uh, I yeah, love it's it. great. It, it, it's, yeah, it is. I, I always am heartened by um, stories of people who did not come from, they yeah. came from Jewish non-Zionist or anti-Zionist yeah. families because yeah. you just, uh, you know, you just don't, you don't hear about it because, yeah. um it's just not really right. uh, that prevalent. No. Uh, you know, people, I think, have been mostly, you know, if you were raised in, you know, uh, in Judaism in, in, in any fashion, there's yeah. a, just kind of like a by default Zionism right. that comes along with it. Right. Uh, even if you were, you know, I wasn't raised religious at all. I'm from yeah. a, a secular mixed family. So, you know, Zionism was my... Uh, my big connection <laughs> zionism yeah it was you know and i wasn't like a 
a, like a hardcore Zionist, but I was very interested in Israeli history. And I was right. Always, you went on birthright, right? I went on birthright. Yeah. Wow. And at that point, at the point at, at which I went on birthright, I was had already become sort of disillusioned with it and knew that it was going to be, you know, uh, like a Hasbara trip. But yeah. I also was like, not anti-Zionist enough to say no to a free vacation. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. And, yep. uh, yep. and so, uh, but yeah, like uh, it is when I see anyone who is uh, didn't grow up in it, um, then it just makes me, uh, I don't know, it's nice. It's very, yeah, it it's is, very it's, cool. it is, you're welcome. I mean, it's, it, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm very proud of that. I'm, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, I'm proud of your I'm parents. Prou- I'm proud They're of my parents cool. for, and yeah. Listen, I love my parents too. I love, I love, yeah. you know, uh, they, but they, uh, my dad, for instance, has a, a lot of political beliefs that I don't necessarily agree with, but actually yeah. he's changed a lot. Wow. Uh, very recently. Good. Um, I think that's happening. I mean, I think, that, yeah. and I think it's really important. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing all the time from, from especially like younger Jewish Americans who are having super tough conversations with their parents yeah. and they're, they're doing the thing that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's heartening and it's re- it's super difficult sometimes, but it's like, you know, this is like the least we can do when there's a fucking genocide happening supposedly in our name. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. to have these hard conversations. Yeah, just, you yeah. know, it's uh, it's just one of those. It's you know, it's one of those like like uh, privilege things. Yeah, like. It, it, there is a privilege here where yeah. you uh, can talk about it because literally the contents of your blood uh, is such that it allows you to displace a Palestinian family based on like this fascistic law of return. So and and like that, you know, to me, I kind of like recently started likening it to like um, just my experiences being, you know, kind of an ethnic Jew, you know, a cultural uh, yeah. secular Jew. Um and being like the crazy thing is like i'm jewish enough to be murdered by hitler or to displace a palestinian family mm-hmm. and that is like uh the 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 kind of blood and soil nature of the zionist project is something that is spun as a um you know like oh no it's it's a good thing it's like you know we're we're right. now using uh, the the master's tools for good. Yeah, it's great. Now we can be the administrators of the Bergen Belsen concentration right, camp. Right, exactly, exactly. That that apparently is liberation for that's, us. Like that's it's liberation. so twisted and yeah. psychotic. It's yeah. psychotic. Completely psychotic, yeah. and uh, it is um, something that I think more and more people are kind of like waking up to. Yeah, and uh, I want to bring us to our next story to talk about. Uh, more wonderful Hasbara, but this is from The Intercept. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I read yesterday and I wanted to share um, with people because uh, it's going to introduce us to um, a new main character on this show, uh, which is called the Pro Israel Media Watchdog Camera. Which, camera. Uh, yeah, Camera. <laughs> you say it correctly. You got to put the KH in Camera. That's the Hamidi. For accuracy in Middle East reporting and analysis, mm-hmm. very um, yeah, very like nebulous. I mean, yeah. there was a really strained way to get that acronym. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. They're like we mm-hmm. we want it to be called camera. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Find a way. 
and so uh, I'm going to share my screen so people uh, can see it. Um, and this is an article uh, written by uh, Daniel Boguslaw, um, or Bogus Law, could be that. Mm -hmm. I bet it's Bogus Law. I think it's Bogus Law. Maybe Bo Bogoslav. Ooh, Maybe even Bogoslav. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Grimm. That I can pronounce. Um, uh, New York Times puts daily episode on ice amid internal firestorm over Hamas sexual violence article. Um, if you guys aren't familiar <clears throat> with that article, uh, that was a few weeks back. It feels like a few weeks back. It could have been yeah. a day back. I think it I was three weeks know. ago. Yeah. What is um, time? I don't know. <laughs> three yeah. weeks, three years. But yeah, three. Yeah. I think it was three weeks. Um, and they they put to, put out this article uh, written by a uh, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, journalist uh, and a few of their other journalists over there at the New York Times, um, basically reinforcing the uh, idea of the mass uh, right. sexual assault used as a weapon of war, something that uh, has been um, like greatly debated uh, like before the article and after the article. And we, along with uh, Mondo Weiss and the Gray Zone, debunked that That's I mean, right. from, from the start. And the Intercept, the Intercept article is great. It does fail to credit uh, these, you know, us and and the other independent outlets for doing yeah. the job. But I, you they, know, it, it's okay. It talk, it, you know, it talks about uh, kind of using the nebulous term critics. Yeah, which all I could think of it was like you're talking about uh, EI, Mondo Weiss, yeah. and Gray Zone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it, it yeah. kind of weird, but hey, you know, the point is yeah. critics. Critics, for uh, sure. And what it says is is what we've been saying, which is right. that the New York Times article was built on, you know, like a structure made of noodles fed right. to it by the Israeli military and these like insanely fascistic uh, Israeli Hasbarists in Israel. Yeah, and their um, um, yeah. and their uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, first responder teams, right? Uh, the Zaka that... Zaka unit, which is like this crazy like Orthodox rabbinical like corn. They're not even like licensed coroners or forensic, you right? Know, anything. It's just like this like weird super right-wing very genocidal like literally like a cult where i think the right. the founder of zaka was actually a pedophile yes he was a pedophile yeah. and mm, i but yeah. i believe he committed suicide once that came to life i mean i hope so i yeah <laughs> just no mercy yeah. for that i mean listen fingers crossed shit, but yeah, yeah. But, but then, uh, like this guy Jeffrey Gettleman, who I hope you know is dragged to some gulag for his <laughs> for his role in perpetrating these lies that are meant to provide cover for Israel's genocide. Right. Um. I. I you know. I hope that he gets uh, the Judith Miller treatment and then some. Oh, I, I. What's the Judith Miller treatment? So you remember Judith Miller, who was a, also a reporter for the New York Times and helped sell oh, the weapons yes. of mass destruction. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. right. That's yeah. right. She yeah. was, uh, but she didn't even really get that much uh, that bad treatment. She yeah, she I was, was gonna say, you know, what was the treatment? Just she people was shamed, were shamed. Then I mean, is she and then still she was back writing? working. I yeah. think she's still working. Yeah, she's still so working. I, so all never of, mind. Like she's all doing of the neocons fine. who uh, lied us into the war in Iraq are yeah, all they're still doing around. Great. They're doing great. They're literally still they're, around. Like, it's, there's no repercussions. There's no it's repercussions. Nothing. You can you can lie us uh, into a war. You can. You can yeah. manufacture all the consent you yes. want. Yes, 
Exactly. It is it is allowed. But this was a story that I think was uh, from the beginning. I clocked this as explicitly um, poison pilled. Yeah. Um, because it's something in which, like, you know, it reminded me of the 40 dead babies thing yeah. or beheaded babies thing yeah. where you are meant to uh, where in, to to even question it. Right. Um, will uh, get you in trouble because you're right. supposed to... Uh, it's perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and th this yeah. is something that from the beginning, I was like, nah, -uh, this is a fucking trap. I know yeah. what this trap is. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, read people whose job it is to look into this shit yep. um, who, uh, from sources that I trust and uh, see what happens. And already... Uh, you are seeing the results of this very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, you are seeing what's happening. So to continue, um, <clears throat> so apparently, uh, so the the Times report uh, was initially her heralded in an email sent to the newsroom conveying praise from uh, executive uh, editor Joe Kahn, who described the story as an example of the best kind of enterprise reporting the right. paper is capable of. Uh, yeah. We'll learn more about Joe Kahn as we go go along. Um, but uh, that but that message came roughly at the same time as another staff missive urging the Times employees not to criticize each other on the company's internal slack. Many reporters and editors understood that directive to be a reference to an intense internal mm -hmm. debate unfolding over the story, a rolling fight that is revived on a near daily basis over the tenor of Times coverage of the war in Gaza. Yeah. So, um, Already uh, in the New York Times, uh, like internal Slack. Can you imagine were... being on that Slack? <laughs> oh, I fucking I've whole. I just want someone just, to take a screenshot, please. Seriously, come on. It, I want to know. Listen, like yeah. you, you will get called a rape apologist for retweeting this article. Yeah. Just this article by the Intercept. Yeah. At, at the same time, people at the New York Times were questioning this. Yeah, because uh, it's shitty reporting. Because it's shitty reporting. Yeah. And uh, that has been made abundantly clear by yeah. people who, uh, you know, like Electronic Intifada, uh, like Ma Mondo Weiss, who looked into it and said, like, this is not based on a foundation of anything that will yeah. uh, hold water without, without a continuing investigation into this, like to yeah. push publish on this article. Um, wasn't it wasn't just irresponsible um it was i think knowingly negligent and yeah. because it was trying to uh push this particular narrative right um and why like why that narrative at that time you know like the timing so, of that it was so right clear. At, yeah so clear it yes. was you know as as, hosp as all the 36 hospitals in gaza were right. getting carpet bombed yes as uh children were running out of food and now there is a famine three weeks later mm -hmm. as uh women you know didn't have any they still don't have any reproductive care um and and as you know people were being uh ethnically cleansed from from all sort from every single area of the yes. Gaza Strip and, and it was and, all yeah, live on tape all live on tape yes and people were growing here in this country were growing more and more restless and mm -hmm. we're asking and you know we're starting to shut down Joe Biden at his you know campaign speeches yeah and so they needed to manufacture this this uh, brilliant piece of propaganda yeah. Hasbara, mm -hmm. um, 
to to try and 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 it, you know in some cases it worked i mean like my mom was saying that one of her friends who's you know always been anti-zionist uh not jewish but you know anti-zionist and anti-war and very you mm-hmm. know very like she was like well you know after that report uh you know i i i can understand why israel has you know and i was like holy sh-. you know if that's happening to like the the left you know hippies in berkeley mm-hmm. um what is it doing elsewhere around the country and around the world i mean they're just yeah. like you know I, it was it was so so mendacious yeah. <laughs> and like pernicious and like evil yeah. that they did this without any evidence at all uh quoting the most flimsiest and like and and like sleaziest sources they could yeah um and- just yeah and and doing it so clearly um, in this sort of uh, like the order in which this story came in, yeah. uh, it's just like everything has been since the seventh or since you know honestly uh, since they started the actual incursion you know first with the yeah. bombing and then with the the invasion, um, it's just been this continual re-traumatization cycle for right. uh, anyone who uh, was looking with their eyes at like the right. the rain of fire and death being brought down upon people who were clearly civilians. Yeah. Just to remind you to yeah. keep that anger, to keep like right. whatever you're holding on to. Um, and I think what was even more disgusting about the uh you know mass uh beheaded baby story and uh and this story um was that they were so clearly again like poison pilled yeah. they were so clearly meant for you to cuz someone could yell at your face yeah. you know oh so you're okay with them doing mass rape and right. you as someone who's right. not who wasn't there who's not on the ground uh you know, wasn't around, didn't see anything with their own eyes, are put in the position of having to go like, well, did that happen? Right. And immediately, I mean, I know people who have been doxxed over, you know, retweeting stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, I don't trust this story b- right. based on the the history of what Israel, uh, right. the kind of Hasbara that's come out since the 7th, where, where people were getting, you know, uh, I mean, people get doxxed for uh, and harassed for all sorts of like, uh, anti-Zionist opinions are just like straight up, you know, anti, slightly critical of Israel critiques, right. you know. Right. But like this was so pointed, it yeah. was so poison filled, right. and I just, I, you know, yeah, no, yeah. It, it, and it and it really like um, it it uh, took advantage of especially like white liberal uh, fantasy 100%. projections about. Arab men, about Arab right? Men. Arab Muslim yes. men, where they can't—they're like savage brutes. They—they yes. are sexual deviants. Yes. They cannot handle themselves around pretty white Israeli women. Yeah, they have to rape them. Mm-hmm. They, you know, it's and 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 you know, I mean, this is like—it's uh, been on steroids the last four months, but especially since, you know, nine uh, eleven. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, this like explosion of anti-Arab uh, racism and Islamophobia in this country in particular playing mm-hmm. into these tropes in order right. to dehumanize 
uh, people in the Arab world so that it's easier for us to, you know, to uh, kill contemplate them. killing them yeah. en masse, you know, a million dead Iraqis. Yeah. Uh, Which is just, it's uh, such uh, an insane thing for yeah. a liberal to agree with. Completely. Completely. Because it's like, wait, there's no woke way to do genocide. Like right. you don't, you don't, you, right. in what worlds can you right. be like, we have to kill them because they don't believe in girl bosses or yeah. we have to kill them no, because yeah, they don't, you right. know, uh, they don't believe that uh, right. imposter syndrome is a DSM-6 diagnosis. It's like, you don't get to mass murder people because you are like, right. well, some of them are rapists. Like right. even if, and that was the same thing I said with the, with the babies, like even if yeah. this is true, even if every right. fucking word of this is yeah. true, yeah. there's no way that you can no. hold on to the logic that it is okay right. for this to be a response to that. Right, right, and, absolutely. And, and, and yeah, uh, that was the entire point. And unfortunately, because it's Palestine and Palestinians and Palestinian men yeah. who, you know, I uh, who are defending their people mm -hmm. when no one else will step in mm -hmm. um you know enacting a a a spectacular military operation mm -hmm. that that was intended to um to take high level israeli soldier captives mm -hmm. and exchange them for the palestinian prisoners including women and, and small children who are being tortured inside israeli dungeon prisons mm -hmm. by the um, thousands by the thousands every single fucking day um you know like they needed to turn the palestinian yeah. cause in general into a a caricature right a racist caricature 100. based on disgusting lies Yes. Uh, about Arab men and and it and and you know the, the old adage of like when you scratch a liberal you see a fascist underneath <laughs> a fascist like it just bleeds, it re yeah. really re exactly I like know. that really like you really saw that happen I know I know and I think you're 100% right like the 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 narrative um I think because of the extent of what happened on the 7th um being um like so the the scale was so big yeah um that they needed to fr reframe this because yeah. there there comes a point at which you like look at um you know a terrorist act like that and you go like well why mm -hmm. and and when you start asking why you start getting the answer and when yeah. you start getting the answer you a little bit go like well i'm not saying it's okay to kill people or take hostages or whatever but like I, I don't know. Like once you once you start asking why, um, then yeah, the then you're like, wait, was it really a quote unquote terrorist attack? Right. Like, like, I think it was a very you know it was a it was a serious military operation that a defeated of a, the Israeli Southern Command. I mean, yeah. within literal minutes. Yeah, like minutes. I, and and you know, it's they didn't know that they would that 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 they would have such a weak ass enemy right. in the Israelis. <laughs> yeah, I mean that I think was the biggest surprise and I think yeah. that honestly, you know, I would love to I would love to hear I think more is going to come out uh as, you know, life yeah. goes on with this fucking <laughs> monstrous bullshit. Yeah. Um about how much of this response um it was based on not just like not just oh they did terrorism but i think the utter humiliation yeah of it. the idf exactly like the, being completely, completely taken by surprise by yep. people in fucking fan boats mm -hmm. and like like mm -hmm. who like, have been you know highly trained and skilled 
Yeah, I mean, they but, were practicing. And under their there. noses Training. in one of the like exactly. biggest like fucking mm-hmm. technologically sound yep. uh, open air prison. I yeah. mean, we had they they were under twenty four hour surveillance. Yep. The sound, you know, in Gaza on a daily basis has been yeah. described as just the constant buzzing of drones. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and not just for the last four months, but for no, the last no, no, no. years. For, yeah. Yes, yes. For yeah. as long as the, yeah. the siege has been yeah. and as long as they've had the drone technology. Exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, so like uh, there is when people started, I think, looking into it. And so I think yeah. Israel knew that the message had to be filled with uh, the yeah. narrative had to be filled with this poison pill stuff. Yeah. Um, no one wants to question uh, whether or not uh, a rape took place, whether or not a baby was beheaded, because right. whether or not a baby was beheaded or it died by getting shot, it's still a fucking atrocity. By the Israelis, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah. who did it is also right. going to be a There's new thing. that. I mean, we and we've been covering that, you know, since like a few days after October 7th. Right. It's like, you know, you look at the aerial footage of the Supernova, you know, music festival or Kibbutz Bayeri, where all these like homes were like, it just like turned to rubble. It looks right. like Gaza, right? There's no way that a few guys with, you know, a, guns. a, a couple of guns AK-47s and, and maybe a couple RPGs could have like leveled, you know, torched entire neighborhoods in, right. in kibbutz and and like t- literal tank and, and, shells. And, you know, and yeah. parking lots. And parking, parking lots full of cars. Full of cars. Right. You're going to tell me that that was Hamas fighters and that that was the goal of the Hamas fighters was to torch Israelis' cars and like take time to rape women and behead babies and play, you know, the other the story of like they cut off a woman's breast and like play right. with it. Like, so, right. like all yeah, these like I, I insane deranged yes. like... Like a German snuff film, sort of like yes. crazy ass fantasies, like super crazy, you know, porn fantasies. Right. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. like there's no way. And and not just like speculative, you know, there's no speculation. It's We have testimonies in Israeli media right. of the Israeli soldiers who were in the in the Apache helicopter gunships mowing down. Right. People. Uh, you know, Israeli citizens are, in their cars is, and in is, the kibbutzes. Israeli soldiers being interviewed about yeah. it who said, you know, well, yeah. there's hostages yeah, we did in it. there. Right. And then said, well, well we don't care. Do it them. anyway. Yeah. And, and right. like the, even from like a, a, just a speculative level where you look at this and yeah. you go like, well, that, you know, circle doesn't square or right. you can't square that circle. Yeah. Um, you just, just, looking at it and being like wait that doesn't add up like right. that would get you in trouble right you know then what I'm you're saying? like yeah then you're a uh, conspiracy uh, theorist. right then you're a conspiracy theorist right. and all this stuff and uh you know the washington post called us uh october 7th truthers oh, for nice. reporting what the israeli media was <laughs> right yeah yeah well that's that a, nice. you know that's nice. the, the thing the idea of like uh i remember reading uh the haaretz article uh about all this and just going directly to the comment section. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I oh, love a good Haaretz commenter because they're they're writing things like, why are you doing this? Yeah. What, yeah don't you have something like, better to do yeah, than exactly. to look yeah. into this? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, don't, you're making us look bad. Like, literally, yeah. that's what they're saying. Right. And yeah. it's it's just so, like, it's, it's so disgusting because you're just like, what? You, you don't want the journalists to do their job? And they're like, yeah. no, they absolutely Mm-mm. do not want the journalists Mm-mm. to do their Mm-mm. job. Uh, and neither does, uh, neither does oh, camera. Oh, camera, camera. Yeah, so uh, 
real quick, so uh, as, critis- as criticism of Gettleman's story grew both internally and externally, producers at uh, The Daily with Michael Barbaro, that's the New York Times one where he, uh, every other podcast, word. It's a podcast, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a podcast yeah. where Michael Bar- Barbaro brings on a journalist. And while the journalist is talking, Michael Barbaro goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes to... He likes to come when he's like, listen. God, that's go, so vile. Have you ever heard his, he just goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like one time I heard one, like mostly it's like, hmm. Um, oh, but God. one time I heard he was just like, oh. Like, it's, it's, it's perfect. It was, that's perfect for the New York Times because yeah. they're just sitting there like jerking off to their own fucking propaganda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just their own reflection <laughs> exactly, in their fucking cool it. Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid-roll ad that I'm going to be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, (laughs) because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, You helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline, and now I'm asking for you to... Do it again. That's right. If you are in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and you you know, you can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So yes, please come Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Come, enjoy, laugh, love. All right. So uh, yeah, um, so producers at the daily shelved the original script and paused the episode according to the newsroom to newsroom sources familiar with the process a new script was drafted one that offered major caveats Mm. uh allowed for uncertainty and asked open-ended questions that were absent from the original article which presented its findings as definitive evidence of the uh, systematic use of sexual violence as a weapon of war imagine that so just to, to so you can understand uh listeners at home they were uh they shelved this e- uh, episode because the new script uh looked at the article and decided to ask the clarifying questions and decided to be essentially mm-hmm. they looked at the criticism of the article they said okay that does track the fact is is that we cannot definitively say any of this is like necessarily true so maybe we should leave this podcast episode about this a little more open-ended than the article Mm -hmm. and they shelved it Mm -hmm. and they shelved it for i mean listen there could be many reasons why they shelved it but i think the obvious one is pressure from camera now Uh If you don't know CAMERA, uh, Committee for Accuracy in Middle East Reporting and Analysis, 
Uh, they uh, So they were founded in 1982 in response to what it claims was uh, anti-Israel bias in the Washington yeah. Post's reporting on the Israeli invasion of Lebanon. If you know anything about the 1982 Israeli invasion of Lebanon, you know that... Uh, there's Israel no Israel was also just a small bean. Well, they were also just a small bean. Small uh, bean. <laughs> no, there's no way to show Israel in a positive light. No. During the 1982 the slaughter of it, 1982. It is literally impossible. Yeah. It is yeah. literally impossible. Uh so the idea that this was founded because the, the Washington Post was too uh too anti-Israel is right. laughable. Incredible. Um so since its inception, Camera has been, uh, successfully lobbied for hundreds of corrections in major media outlets seeking to streamline a pro-Israel line in news reports and, editor and editorials. It has smeared journalists whose work it disagrees with and launched boycott campaigns against news organizations it believed are not responding with enough deference to its requests. Um, so they are uh, essentially Hasbara bullies. Who, yeah, complete uh, and, thugs. And, yeah. And uh, bullies, thugs, and nerds who yeah. um, go through line by line, word by word, everything that is reported about uh, Israel um, from any major, uh, you know, news, uh, wh whether it's like news magazine, television show, newspaper, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and they look for any reason to bully uh, an editor into um, printing a retraction mm -hmm. or into, uh, you know, basically- Or killing the story, right. Killing the story mm -hmm. or uh, getting a correction made. Um, now, in this case, it seems like um, this is more along the lines of killing a story, which is, I, I, as far as I know, I don't know too much about what cameras' um, abilities are. I imagine they read these posts, them being published. But mm -hmm. this might be, uh, uh, the, I imagine that this was due to, I think if you're pressured enough by mm -hmm. groups like this, um, where you know you're going to get pushback. And the New York Times gets tons of pushback from camera, which is an insane thing because yeah. the New York Times is yeah. actively pro-Israel. Uh, exactly. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, it says a lot about camera and about the New York Times. Yes. Um, that the New York Times, instead of, you know, relaying the facts, that mm -hmm. they'll just play both sides to the middle because they're a very political news organization that, you know, wants to uh, wants to keep its friends in high places, wants to, you know, their journalists want to keep their status and their right. access to the centers of power, not mon not to monitor them, but to go to, you know, like cocktails after after work with. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, like, well, so what's the, you know, what's the point of the New York Times if they're just going to bend over backwards and then be railed by a camera at the same time? Like, yeah, I, I it don't, is it is crazy. really such a it's such a stupid position to be in because you're yeah. both you're number one. You're never going to um, you're never going to satisfy camera because camera yeah. is fucking insane. I believe like yeah. uh, I read there was uh, Edward Said who said something like. Cameras' views are more right wing than Israel, <laughs> like yeah. like more so than the Israeli government. Yeah. Like yeah. like like these guys are actually <laughs> insane. Of course, you know I think that was in the eighties. Yeah, I, exactly. I right. Israel exactly. is caught yeah. up to They're, camera. I, I think so. I think so. I think they're on the same same par now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So camera, uh, you know, and this article goes into detail about how um, the uh, editor of um, the New York Times, uh, his father, um, let me see, let me get... Da, da, da. Leo. His father, Leo Khan, uh, mm -hmm. 
is uh, a longtime member of Cameras Board. What do you know? Uh, yeah, though before uh, Khan rose to prominence at the paper. Though just so you know, before his son rose to prominence right, at the paper. Right, right. Sure, so, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that was just like based on his own merits that mm-hmm. he rose up to prominence. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but uh, this is like... This is so it says by the time Leo Khan joined the group as a board member in 1990, it was already famous for its aggressive pursuit of corrections and wording changes in the media to reflect a more pro Israel stance. And according to the Times profile of Khan, when he was elevated to his current post in 2022, he and his father often dissected newspaper coverage together. Just like so, other fathers and sons go fishing listen, or like, you know, hang some out, people, some bowling. fathers and sons. Yeah. <laughs> Like to do Hasbara together. They do. What's it's so a wrong with effort. that? You know? It's just it's a, sweet. It's it the family business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, son. Let's go reverse this narrative. Um, so yeah, the camera, like um, the idea that like camera might be responsible for the uh them pulling the story i think mm-hmm. is absolutely plausible because mm-hmm. of the fact that like leo khan his uh what's the name of the actual what's the name of the oh joe joe, joe khan. khan yeah yeah joe khan you know is uh joe khan was raised with camera he knows what the fuck camera is and yeah. camera you know doesn't mean that camera doesn't harass him constantly but yeah. what it means is that he's already got he's already deferential to mm-hmm. pro israel coverage and uh, so just looking at that at its face, you can see that pulling this episode was clearly a case of by running this with the open ended questions. We are now, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're leaving an opening for yep. anyone to for the, yeah. start questioning this. Yeah, exactly. And, Which and the people whole have point already of, done. This, yeah. of this Hasbara is that you are not supposed to question it. No. That's the whole fucking point you of it. You can't because that's doing an anti-Semitism. That's do- it's doing an anti-Semitism and, to do journalism. And you, uh, <laughs> you are pro-rape, right? And yes, yeah, and yeah. And it's uh, I was looking into um, the interesting thing about camera is that uh, they don't do any of this. None of this is like behind closed doors. You know what I mean? This none of this is a like private shadow group of mm-hmm. no this is like public facing yeah and yeah. so camera um when they get a retraction printed or they get a correction printed they celebrate oh yeah and they send they, out press releases they send out press releases and they put it <laughs> yeah. on their website and i have yeah. uh one of them for one of the things that was changed uh in the last few months um a correction that they got uh, from Camera's website. New York Times reporters act as Hamas stenographers. Forget to admit wow. Israeli occupation forces. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> oh, this is, I mean. This just... is what they spend their time and, and money on. Like yes. they raise a shit ton of money to do this uh, crazy Hasbara. They, they and, claim yeah. to have 65,000 people, uh, I, I believe, working for them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just donors. That's just like. Oh, donors. Yeah, yeah. It's, grand, it's my grandma. They have six, yeah, 65,000 members, whatever yeah. members means. Yeah. Um, so this article, uh, the mask slipped for New York Times reporters, uh, New York Times reporters, cum Hamas stenographers. Uh, uh, Raja Abdulrahim and Iyad Ebula. We, um, you, 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 wow. Eb- wow. Wow. Try again. Uh, I, Eb, you, who? Ebu Hawela. 
Ebu Hawela, listen. If someone else does it, <laughs> then I can repeat it. <laughs> All right. I don't know the guy. I just yeah. But, I feel but, like yeah. I should get credit for Abdul Rahim. <laughs> it's really good. I knew it immediately. It's, it's really All good, right. Matt Lieb. Uh, so let's do uh, this week when they uh, <laughs> absently neglected to tone down Hamas's preferred mm-hmm. language before passing off the terror organization's talking points as original reporting. Mm-hmm. So we have we have in this uh, so. Uh, in their December 16th uh, item, Israeli forces withdraw after besieging Gaza. <laughs> Israeli forces withdraw after great. besieging Gaza hospital, leaving behind uh, leaving behind bodies and destruction. They are tearing apart an article yeah. that is Israeli forces withdraw after besieging yes. Gaza. Like you fucking scumbag. Yeah, no, they're just they're the wor- they're the they're the worst of the worst. They're they're the How- dirt on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> they're reading this article and they go yeah. like, um, Israeli occupation forces. I believe you mean IDF, uh-huh, not IOF. Uh-huh, wow. Uh-huh. Nice. Can we get can we get a retraction on that? It's like ugh, you fucking you have to have a soul made no, of dog shit. Have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your yeah, yeah. soul's got to be made of dog shit. It's literally 100%. an article about a fucking hospital no, no, being bombed no. and bodies no. and destruction left behind. You fucking no, these, these people are they're 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 scum. They're, they're scum. scum. They're, they're tapeworms. Yeah, they are tapeworms in that you know they fucking they'll just live in your stomach. Yeah, and uh, you get real skinny. <laughs> <laughs> because, you just shit them out. Yeah, you got to shit them out. Take I'm on a long rope. I'm sure, you know, it's, I don't know much about tapeworms, but I like the idea of calling them that. It's a great visual. <laughs> yeah. Listen, great visual. we've all had a dog who's had a long worm, okay? You got to pull it out. It's like a clown pulling out a <laughs> Oh, look, it looks like the camera guy. Joe, it's, <laughs> it's Leo Khan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. But yeah, just like. The amount of public facing stuff that they do is so funny because I think, you know, the uh, the way that Israeli Hezbollah seems to operate is um, is you just say the most insane lie out mm-hmm. loud. Yeah. Um, and and it's crazy because nobody. Like this is this is not a secret operation. None of this is secret. All of the lies are out in the open and bold face. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. No, they're proud of it. And, very, they, they, yeah, they brag about it. Right? And and yet you have people who are just like, well, let's not let's not question this. Let's be a yeah. Be a and if you careful. question it, you're doing an anti-Semitism. You're yeah. just like Hitler, and and you are pro-rape, and um and that's it. And that and and unfortunately, it's mm-hmm. been working for them for the last what is it? You know, forty years. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. It it works. <laughs> it works uh very well. At least you know it has been working for them. Yeah. But uh, you know. But that's why we exist. That's why we exist. You know. This is uh. The reason I started this podcast was yeah. because I said, you know what? Someone's got to say the truth. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> Matt Lieb, you're doing a mitzvah. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing a mitzvah. You're doing a mitzvah. I'm doing the best you're I immense. can. You're doing the best you can. That's all you got. I'm the, Listen, I'm going to let the real journalists at, you know, Electronic Intifada, <laughs> uh, and various other great publications mm-hmm. out there. I'm going to let you guys do the... The actual work of journalism. Thanks. But I 
<laughs> I'm going to play videos, read articles and laugh about it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also a really important, you know, like it's it's I don't know, like I, I'm of two minds about about humor during this time. Like it's yeah. very necessary. We we can't, you know, and and we we can't uh, give like my friend Rifat Alarir said yeah. you know, he was assassinated a month and a half ago he was yeah. like we can't give in to their barbarism you know they can't they're not going to dehumanize us um and rifat was one of the funniest fucking people i knew yeah. um and living through so much horror and and gaslighting and racism and and um, just pure monstrosity at the hands of of israel um his whole life and mm-hmm. um and the you you know and and at the u.s who who mocked him and and funds people who killed him um yeah. a targeted you know, strike by targeted way. strike yeah an yeah. assassination assassination of a, of a, called of for poet. by barry weiss right yeah. formerly yeah. of the new york times yeah um and so it's like we have we have to laugh we have to come together we have to find community we have to um to to to, to celebrate life in in our in all of our pure dignity and at the same time it's a fucking genocide and um right. And we we can't we can't be lighthearted. We can't mm. we can't not be serious a hundred percent of the time. Of course, but we can be serious about um, about uh, making fun of of the fucking tapeworms that are running this shit. A hundred percent. Yeah. So there we there's, are. If there's know, one thing that they've they've earned, it is um, brutal ridicule at the yeah. very least. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Really, you know, it's it's a horrible time. It's a sad time. Um, and I'm also hoping um, for more and more people to start reading things yeah, that you that'd write. That'd be nice. Uh, and, and, and just like, like start actually venturing outside of the giant fucking Hasbara apparatus yeah. that has been created and cultivated over uh, yeah. the last fucking you know decades yeah. my whole yes. fucking life yes um and start uh, realizing that uh, the idea that you're going to get real news about this situation from the new york times is laughable it and, is and it is. uh right. it's that's like getting I, news from alex jones like it straight up is. is yeah i mean i mean listen it it, it is when it comes to middle east reporting the track record of the New York Times is so disgusting that yeah. the fact that anyone I know. would ever trust them no. to like talk about this honestly no. uh, is, you know, it's just a, yeah. you know, it's a case of mass amnesia. And it just makes yeah. me like, I mean, this whole fucking last four months has felt yeah. like mass amnesia. <laughs> yes. Nora. Yeah. It's just like constant fucking do- gaslighting. Are we doing this again? I know. Are like, we doing this Are you again? kidding me? I got trolled online by someone who was at America number one. Cool. I was like, Very cool. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, America it's usually the guys one? with like the American flag, the Israeli flag, and the Ukrainian flag in yeah. their, in their uh, the, handle. Yeah, yeah the, all those together, <laughs> you know you're getting yeah. fucking like it's great. neocon takes circa mm-hmm. 2002 mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like and they're probably all bots like who knows oh, if they're even real for people. sure for sure yeah. a lot of them are bots but also yeah, but i absolutely believe people. you know neoconism yeah. is, is coming back in a big way yeah it is um and uh well that's great news for the world i'm sure that won't lead to yeah, some sort gonna of work out global just great. conflict no 
Not at all. Well, let's uh, not even talk about what happened uh, in the Jordan-Syrian oh, yeah. border. You yeah, know? things are escalating. Things are escalating, and that's why this podcast is here. Jesus Christ. Help me. Um, Nora, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I'm so Aww. glad you, you were able to do it, and um, I, please come back Anytime. I would love to anytime. And also, you know, I also watched this. Well, I can't do the Sopranos anymore. Well, now we're doing The Wire. Ended. I know, but now you're doing The Wire, which I've also watched a million times. So if you Please, ever want, yes. I, you know, 100%. I'm just saying, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're looking for it's guests. It's done. It's done. You're, you're going to do it wait. because we are on season five of Holy Pod shit. Yourself a Gun, The Wire oh, edition. So great. And season five is the, uh, I mean, it's the most maligned season, but it's yeah. also, um, it's the season in the newsroom. And I loved I've, it. Uh, me too. I'm a big season, season five, five and season two, actually. 100%. Season two. I, and people don't like season two, which I, I don't, don't understand. People don't like season two are crazy. You have crazy. to be, I, like, I get it when you first watch it yeah, yeah. to be mad that all your friends are gone. Yeah, I mean, you see them. You but see them, but the you're docs. like, they're Come focusing on. on the docs, and you're like, yeah. oh, what is this show? Oh, um, so season five is still not made a, like a, a recovery in the zeitgeist. Season right. two has made sort of a recovery. People are like, actually, it might be the best season. Come season, on. Season five is hated. People are it's, just like, no, you insane. can't. I think people are, I mean, I don't know. People are Are dumb. people stupid? People are stupid. <laughs> Only we're smart. That's it. It's only us. Only oh, you're, you're smart. Now I'm, I'm doing <laughs> Buffalo Daniel. Bill again. Oh no! Get the Buffalo Bill's body lotion. <laughs> Put the lotion on the skin, or else you get the hose again. Anyways, it's so dark. Nora, we're definitely gonna have you on. We're 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 doing a. We're getting a lot of journalist guests uh, for this season. Oh my god, we, we I would be so stuff. honored because uh, you know I love you know Palestine is everything that I live and breathe and and every once in a while it's nice to um talk about other something shit. else yeah i can i can only imagine i've only yeah. been doing this podcast for a month and i'm already like i'm gonna die <laughs> I... <laughs> welcome welcome to my world I wanna i'm live... on so much zoloft matt lee i can't imagine I, like more more than like an elephant would need to be sedated like, oh, it's, right. it's fantastic I come gotta, come join us come i gotta join get us. that prescrippy script it's good shit man that shit uh, this shit good is bad shit. for my brain <laughs> but Nora, where can people find uh your work where can people find you um i am at the electronic intifada which is electronicintifada.net. uh we also have a fantastic youtube channel uh i think it's all you can just search for the electronic intifada we do uh live stream broadcasts uh once or twice a week um and you can sign up on our YouTube channel to get notified of when that's happening. We have spectacular guests, uh, news that you won't find in the New York Times. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I'm on Twitter at Nora BF. So Beautiful. that's all the things, yeah. Check out Nora's work. Check out the Electronic Intifada. Nora, thank you so much for coming on. Aww. And uh, love you Patron i love you so much i love you i love you i'm so glad we could do this <laughs> me too uh, patreon.com slash broadcast please join uh bad at gmail.com please email me your messages send a voice memo if you have a story that you really got to tell personal story about you know your own uh experiences um and uh 
also, uh, just for a few people have been asking, I have lined up uh, a lot of great Palestinian guests. I realize that I've had I've had Arab guests, I've had um, uh, Persian guests, I've had a lot of uh, too many Jewish, Jews. Too, too many, many Jews. Jews, too many. Uh, and people are like, "Where's the Palestinian guests at? They are coming, and you're going to be happy. Uh, they are they are great, fantastic people uh, that you will very much enjoy. Um, and yeah." Please listen again, and until next time, from the river to the sea, there's a tapeworm inside of me. <laughs> Jumping jacks was us, push-ups was us, Krav Maga us, all karate us, taking Molly us, Michael Jackson us, Yamaha keyboards us, Jar Jar Binks not us, Andor was us, Heath Ledger Joker us, Endless Red Success. Shit.